0: Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Out There But Not. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, I'm excited about today. Yeah. I really got to stop saying that because I say that every episode. You but really do. I, I I get excited about all the things we talk about. I feel like this one might be tricky. Yeah, I'm excited about it though because it's common. And yeah. people can relate to it. True. Um, So we're talking about meetingship and grief. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times when people experience grief, and I'm speaking specifically grieving uh, a lost one a lost loved one whether that's a friend whether that's a family member whatever that is to you i think when that happens maybe not right away but people's perspectives even if you don't believe in anything after you die slightly shifts and there's more curiosity around it maybe not always but sometimes i think that when you've experienced grief you start to be curious or you want to just connect to that past loved one and a lot of times is when someone maybe not it doesn't always happen right after might happen years after somebody wants to find some way to connect to that person they lost Mm, your thoughts i think they're thinking yeah i am thinking i think
1: that no matter what you believe no matter what belief system you have Losing a loved one is sad. Yeah. It's sad. And that is what grief is. It's you're grieving them not being around you anymore. Mm. So I think that that is very, that's, we all relate to that. I think also we all can say that we pretty much don't want to (laughs) die. Majority of us can say that or we all, there's a, is a, you're human was the number one thing that most people are afraid of is death. And it's not necessarily about dying. It's about losing a friend. It's about losing a mother. It's about losing someone who's important to us and because we value each other and connection. And so it's very, very special the bonds that we form with people and how we learn about ourselves and how we experience this physical world. It's all about connections.
0: And I think, you know, stages of grief and whether that's denial, whether that's anger, you know, depression, and then also acceptance. mm And grieving, you know, one of the things that I think of when it comes to acceptance, it doesn't mean you've accepted that this person has died and you're okay with it in grief. It just means that you're just found a way to move forward, not on not on and I say that very strongly but you found a way to move forward mm. mm-hmm. do you know what I mean by that mm-hmm. yeah and it's that person can still be very present but you miss so much from them of not being able to just connect with them and every day like pick up the phone right, make a phone call so you know maybe you decide I'm gonna <laughs> call Amy and <laughs> book a reading so I, it feels like I can pick but you might not actually get that too right you might not get when you go see a medium Then they tell you exactly what you want to hear. It's what you're meant to meant to hear. Right. And I think when we grieve a loss, sometimes we become more open mm. to the other. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. I think I think we make a connection with the other side when we lose people. We make we have spirit on the other side that we're connected to. So I wouldn't say that we would become more open per se. It's because we actually can feel someone around us in spirit that we've lost, which calls that connection
0: to us. I'm thinking of specifically maybe a couple of people in mind that are really believe that it's black, you die and there's nothing, but then I've lost someone. And then all of a sudden there's a slight shift within them you know yeah. maybe so maybe that is why mm-hmm. so question mm-hmm. how can a psychic medium or medium assist someone who is grieving the loss of a loved one and what benefits do they typically provide Hmm. well hmm. there's a lot of different
1: ways that a psychic medium can assist someone who is grieving loss The biggest word that comes to mind is validation, giving them validation that they're that relationship, the feeling of the relationship, the memories in that relationship, that they are a part of their physical existence as they move forward in this life without them, quote unquote, without them. signs that they're showing them that they're around, understanding, you know, that spirit does try to help us in this physical existence and speaking to that is you know ways to kind of connect the dots for someone to not it's again to validate their experience to validate their loss and to make them feel more connected and validated as they move forward so validation is really just the best word in more validation of feelings or validation of where the client is at more than anything
0: grief is one of the most painful things you can experience Mm -hmm. it is all encompassing and everyone handles it differently but when we're consumed by it with pain Mm -hmm. and hurt and emotion sometimes it's hard to do the simplest things right Mm -hmm. oh gosh yes yeah and i think that being a little vulnerable here like I've had moments when my dad passed that it was really hard Mm -hmm. to just physically move. And you just feel like, but life keeps moving. Yeah. And sometimes you're angry that it is keep, everyone's moving as it feels like as if it didn't happen. Yeah. Because once the dust settles, Mm -hmm. things go back to quote unquote normal Mm -hmm. or what that normal looked like as if that person was here but not mm-hmm. at the same time and it's hard and grief can be hard and one of the things, now I don't know if this is because this is me, but I really do believe that everyone has the ability to do this, mm-hmm. that if you sit and you ask for help, you can say it out loud, you can say it in your head that you just need a little extra help because you're hurting mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you might get a bit calmer if you actually listen virtually. And I think that You know, it's a simple thing, but if you really listen, you might not even be able to understand why all of a sudden you could take slow your breathing. Mm -hmm. You could be more relaxed and calm. But it's just like a way of connecting without necessarily, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, being able to connect to someone and pick up the phone or get a hug from them. Which is would be very nice, but it isn't always the reality. And I think there are like simple little things that you can do that are a lot easier said than done. But if you try it, you're surrounded. That's a really good example. I like that you said that.
1: Because I think at, at its core, when we talk about grief, it's actually mourning the loss of something you want, something you want that you don't have, and you want it back, or you want to honor it, or you want to feel connected to it. So it's a want of something and when you relinquish control when you go I release my longing my want for this help me please what spirit can do for you or how you can feel more grounded and connected I love that you said that because that's that's really true that does happen I've I've had that happen to me many times as I'm sure you have too yeah and so Yeah, that's just a beautiful way of putting it. Because I think grief, there's so much that we're bound to when we're suffering from grief. Honoring the kind of relinquish of that feeling is really beautiful.
0: There are things that you can look for, Mm -hmm. like symbols or things. And sometimes, it's funny, our last episode we talked about skeptic and believer a little bit. But you might be thinking about someone and the song comes on the radio. And you, you could be the skeptic and go, that was a coincidence. Or you can be the believer. But in the same breath, if you're thinking about it, there's signs that are being shown your way that are right in front of you that they're still there and they're still connected. Or, you know, if you start to pay attention, you can feel some comfort. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things, aim that you would say to someone who's maybe suffering the loss of, of a loved one that you know, it's hard, but how can they stay connected outside of going to seeing a medium or what are things that they can pay attention to? When we are so
1: connected to someone who is a part of us, that loss of them can feel like a loss of parts of ourselves. Yeah. And we can very easily have kind of like an identity crisis. And so that grief is almost a death of a part of us through our connection to that person being a part of us and I think acknowledging that that part of you is real and it existed and they're with you trying to find comfort that they are now existing as a part of you It's hard. It's It's hard. Said than done. It's hard. But knowing, but it's about honoring the feeling of being real, you know, that it's real. This is real. This feeling is real versus feeling like it's something that is outside of us or something. Again, we want. No, no, this is real. This is something that I have inside me. And it's again a validation, validation, validation that your pain is real. Your pain is allowed. Your pain is authorized here. And not that we have to put ourselves through suffering, but we do have to experience the suffering. We can't fight it. We can't. If somebody meant something to us and we lose them, that hurts. That could even be if someone, you know, is a friend that you lose just out of friendship and, you know, distance and time. Not necessarily death. Not necessarily death, but understanding our connections to each other are temporary, but they are meaningful. And so they they are important. And so acknowledging that that's a part of you and validating your own feelings is very, very important because we try and push through the pain. We try and push through the grief, but what would it be if we went, okay, grief, like I'm going to roll into it and just experience it and suffer it. It's not easy. It's not, but having that mindset of just flipping the switch a little bit in regards to how we honor the grief is very important because you're also honoring your relationship with that person. You're also honoring your emotions when you honor your relationship with that person.
0: It's funny, like growing up, we actually had a lot of friends in high school pass away. Mm. There was about five people mm. that growing up, none of my super tight close friends, but sort of in your circle. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes think that that was a lot, like as a teenager, kind of crazy, but no stranger. Mm-hmm. And it's just different when you experience the loss of someone super close to you. And, you know, our parents, that's always one that we're going to have to face. And sometimes it comes sooner than later Obviously, my experience came sooner than later with my dad, Mm -hmm. being that my dad got cancer during COVID. Mm -hmm. So it's already, you're grieving the fact that, you know, I feel like people say cancer now, it's so common,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is super sad. But it's one thing to grieve, okay, I want to do everything with this person because I have no idea how much time that they have left. And then it's a whole other to grieve during a pandemic. Yeah. And then not to be able to do the things that you want, let alone hug the person that you know is actually passing. Mm. And so I think, you know, for me personally, that was some of my experiences of having to deal with that. And I didn't. Mm. And that's also really common in grief. And I think that sometimes it's years later that it creeps up on you. And I can sit here and say that I fall in that category. Yeah. You know, my dad passed away two and a half, three years ago now. Something along those lines. Um, and it just eat, ate me up. I avoided it. I felt angry that I couldn't hear him or see him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super common. I'm going to share a little bit about maybe my experience So when I was, and here's another side note, I volunteered at hospice before my dad got sick. Mm -hmm. So I'm, was aware of signs that our body started to transition through as we move on. Mm -hmm. And I was experiencing that obviously with my father, but when we ended up, it was a little chaotic on so many levels. But when we were in the hospice, we ended up getting into hospice, had to fight for it, et cetera. Do a whole podcast on this entire thing. Hmm. But they say that when you sort of start to go on the other side, there's three things, and I've seen this and I've witnessed this, Mm -hmm. that people say Mm -hmm. that you might hear where they seem a little disoriented Mm -hmm. and they might say, I'm getting on a plane, I'm getting on a boat, I'm getting on a train and normally somebody maybe lives in I think of Europe naturally because there's so many trains <laughs> literally is always on the train. They're always traveling and going yeah. to different places or someone always travel for work or maybe they like to travel the world on a plane or maybe they were always on the boats and they were fishing and so forth. Hmm. So it's funny because when my dad was on his last days, uh, there's a lot of different things that happened but I'll never forget one of the things he said was it was like he was talking to I didn't realize right away but he was talking to my grandma mm-hmm. who was his mom and he was basically lecturing her and I my grandma was a fiery Irish woman let's just put it that way that is his mom and he was like "mom I'm not getting on the boat yet I'm not getting on the boat not until my mom's uh gets here" like he was adamant about it and it was like he was looking at someone I did not see did not have that but it was very interesting to me that that was one of the things which I also found kind of comical because on a side note like I said my grandma was very fiery and could be a bit bossy so he was kind of putting her in her place which is a little comical but more people relate to that experience hmm. and you start to witness things and that is spirit right there there's no denying it hmm. And another thing that happened during that time is I remember, I'll never forget my dad sitting up in the hospital bed. And I had a chair beside him. There was another chair on the other side. And it was empty. And we were, I was lucky enough to be able to be in the room with him and was we'll sort of taking care of him and so forth. And he looks at me back and forth and he goes, Amanda, you go, yeah? Like, and he goes, people are in this room. I go, what do you mean? He goes, how many people are in this room? I go, who do you see? He's like, that's not what I asked you. Like, very matter of fact, how many people are in this room? I was like, you and me. He goes, not three. I go, well, maybe three. (laughs) But you and me. Who's the third? Mm -hmm. And it's like the veil starts to be able to see through. That's correct. And in grief, I think I share that because... It's comforting to know that when you're losing a loss or you know losing a loved, one. a loved one, they're not alone. They're not You might think that they're alone and even if you weren't there, or even if something happened, they were not alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's you know so important to share. And I try not to get emotional over I don't But they're not alone. And if I can share anything in your grief while you struggle and go through, like know that whatever form of your belief system is, they're just not alone. Yeah. And we don't have the answers and I can't sit here and say all this crazy things and I've had, I can only account for my own personal experiences and there's so so much more attached to that. But a lot of the message from
1: spirit for us is that you're not alone. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's incredibly ironic that, you know, The idea of thinking that they're alone and outside when often they're like, hey, you're not alone. I am here. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's love. It's beautiful. And it's our connection to each other.
0: Yeah. And I think that like find comfort in that and don't sometimes people get stuck on a particular situation or. With grief and, and you know, we're folk. I'm focusing a lot more on grief and death than I am because grief is in so many forms to your point. You said earlier the loss of a friend, maybe the loss of a job, like that, grieving, grieving and loss in general. Totally. But when I'm talking about specific with someone that was really close to you, that does shift you. Mm. Yes. And it might forever change you. Yes. And it probably will. Yes. And it's okay.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I what I actually, what I've learned as a medium is how strong people are. I It blows my mind how I've been given the gift of experiencing love in so many forms through different people's relationships. Mm-hmm. Talking about me being a cynical person, spirit has really gotten me out of that in that, I, I think it's beautiful how connected we all are to each other and how vulnerable we get with each other and how much we want to honor each other in the memory of a loved one. And it's just the most beautiful thing. And so the way that I view death but grief through that, through the most ugliest of pain and hurt, how beautiful and elegant it can be. For me, I I, it's tricky to talk about grief because it's just makes me emotional and just how fucking gorgeous and beautiful it is.
0: And that's so, so much love. And it's just magic. When my dad passed, we were very fortunate in the sense that my mom, my brother and I were with him. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, not, of course, like my kids and stuff. We were allowed to be surrounded, uh, surround him because of covid regulations and so forth. When he passed, it probably is because of my dad that I'm sitting here having a conversation with you and I'm open to talking about how connected I guess I am spiritually. Mm-hmm. But I will never forget. And I remember even thinking about this moment when you leave. hmm It feels like you're leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember being in this room. Mm-hmm. I actually had played this meditation and it was a whole thing, which I should probably do an entire podcast on that, but we will, we will. But my dad passed and remember we, you know, my mom, my brother and I, it was time to leave Mm -hmm. and you get up and I remember being so rejuvenated and feeling amazing Mm Mm-hmm. Which you don't really put hand in hand together yeah. at all. No. And I remember my mom stopped before she walked out the door. And she looked at me. And I could tell. I just knew. You know, she took a deep breath like, oh, mm-hmm. this is it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. And it's like you could feel his energy. It was just his body. Correct. It, you, I was like, but he's not. Like, mm-hmm. I, w- I drove home, not crying. Mm-hmm. It was the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Of course, I drove home by myself. <laughs> it was just like how it had to be, and I didn't cry. Mm-hmm. It was the most beautiful thing mm-hmm. I've ever experienced, and uh, next to honestly giving birth. Yeah, I and agree. even though death seemed so sad, it really was a very beautiful experience. Even though it was, oh, there was a lot of things that were very traumatic. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sugarcoat, but. In the very end, it's actually this most beautiful, warm experience. And if you are fortunate enough to experience that, Mm -hmm. it really is a gift. It is. And it's not something to be afraid of. It's just nobody really wants to deal with it because we don't really know. There's no, no. And, you know, Betty White once said, and I think a lot of people, she'd been asked about the loss of, friends and how she felt about it because she lived for so long and i remember i can't remember exactly how the question was posed but it was how do you what do you think about it and she goes oh i just feel like my friends they know the secret and i think that that is the coolest way to interpret it yeah like something to look forward to what's the big secret Mm -hmm. there's all these ideas and we can all say and you know there's this and there's that but we don't really know We just can account for experiences. And that, I think, is something worth treasuring and holding on to. And I think when you're experiencing grief, and even though we're selfish sometimes, in it, because we're, why did they leave me? Or why did this have to to happen? And they were so young, and Mm -hmm. that wasn't fair. And they had so much life to give, and it wasn't their time. And we don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, know that they're still around you. Energy is energy, Mm -hmm. right? And... Pay attention to the energy around you because you will feel them. Just like when you know that your partner's in the other room, even though you have no idea why, you haven't heard anything, but you feel their energy. Mm-hmm. Like As kid, you know their energy. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if we li- listen to ourselves and our ability to be in tune and everybody has this, mm-hmm. this is not just I'm a medium, and maybe it's stronger in some aspects or you know i've had experiences but if we listen to our instincts and our intuition mm-hmm. it sits with us because you know that person
1: mm-hmm. 100%. i think we doubt a lot in grief as well because we're so attached to the idea of wanting them near that when we feel them near we grieve right? and so spirit is very active when they first pass incredibly so they they are kind of like Experiencing spirit while also observing the physical aspect of their existence, like in in multiple layers, in multiple time lines, in uh, multiple dimensions, <laughs> all at one time, and uh, it's it's a really cool, energizing experience. My my grandmother passed, and it was a very hard day for everyone. Okay. And my dad called me. I knew it was coming. like I knew we all knew it was coming. She was in the hospital. My dad called me, and he couldn't even speak on the phone and hopped in the car, drove out there. I knew it was happening, you, you know, be right there, yeah. And so I got there, and I walked in the room and there was um, you know, four people in the room of family members. And I walked in, and she was still in the room, but she had passed, yeah. What was amazing is how she she felt so light, like there was just such a lightness about her that I'd never known my grandmother to feel like in that way. she felt like at peace. Like I've never known her to feel like her energy to feel at peace in the way that it felt when I walked in the room. And so, it was certainly an emotional experience. It was, it's very hard, but at the same time, you're right. I know exactly what you mean, but like that energizing feeling, like I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And it's, it's really dynamic. And I think it's also one of the most like human things that we engage in, but it's also the most spiritual thing that we engage in, you know, and it's the same thing. Birthing. Yes. Everything, all of it, but there's also grief and giving birth too, at the same time as well. Like there's so many layers of life That's changing, so much. right? And, I just think, I think when we think about grief, I think about honoring it. That's my biggest message about grief as a medium. I've had clients that have come to me right after someone's passed, like a week after accidentally, like they will have booked an a, at a session, maybe about something else or someone else, and then someone else important will pass within the time frame, And those spirits will come through like really prominently. But their notion and their energy about where they hold that person is really um, kind of the anchor in that message being received. So if we are vibrating really high with our emotions and if we're like really mourning, like mourning the loss and the feeling of that person, I would actually say you're not ready yet because you still have for to, a reading. Mm-hmm, you're not ready for I agree. a reading yet. You still have to go through that phase of mourning, kind of hold it, you know, sacred in your experience and that it is it is a period of time where they pass. And you have to also whether or not it's maybe three or four days and then the next day you're like, you know, what, I'm OK. and But some people it's weeks
0: or months and about three to four years. Exactly. I, have, I was just going to say, but do not put a t- exactly for every individual. It is different. Exactly. So that would be my only,
1: like, main advisory is to process it yourself as best you can to where you don't feel so triggered by the thought of it. You can honor it a little bit better.
0: And while you're processing it, Mm -hmm. listen Mm -hmm. to the things that are happening around you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can be really stuck in the grief of Mm -hmm. it all and it's harder. Mm -hmm. You know, it's harder But if you really, and, you know, even we've talked about meditation. Yeah. Just breathing. Yeah. Just sit and breathe. That will help you on so many levels. Mm -hmm. And it will also give you the ability to be in tune to maybe that person, they are around you. They are around you. They certainly are. I would love to chat more too deeper on some of our experiences as well Mm -hmm. in brief okay that looks like so we will chat further on that too but for now i think we should wrap this one up yeah and you don't have to always see a medium right away in order to experience that i think that's my biggest message yeah i agree like go see a medium when you're ready but if you start to go through the pain ask don't be afraid to ask Above to whatever that is for you, angels, spirit guy, whatever person that passed, call on them and you will be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. if you take a moment to just be alone with yourself mm-hmm. and let your let it out or not. Whatever makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. For sure. We all do grieve in different ways. Yeah.
1: But just know that you have the awareness that that is grief is an important aspect
0: of our connection to spirit grief you know you don't think it's a gift Mm -hmm. because you're angry that the person's no longer with you Mm -hmm. and trust me i feel that pain it's something i struggle with Mm -hmm. but it allows me to be empathetic and really understand when somebody's lost someone and you don't really understand that until until yeah and then you you know you might have lost someone and feel like no one's acknowledging it mm-hmm. because they don't know how to react or what to say. Mm-hmm. But when nine, I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, the person that has said, How are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Are you they're checking in and they're asking you questions, you're thinking, Wow, but that's because they get it because mm-hmm. now they've experienced it. So also be aware not to fault people that maybe not asking, they just don't want to make you upset and they don't know how to handle it. And I think that's something sometimes we we get angry about because you feel like they might not be empathetic to you but they are they just don't know how to deal with it yeah for sure so something to be aware of and that's also why i say call on spirit mm-hmm. help you because they they get it yeah they, they get it good so deal with that until next time everyone thanks for listening bye